there's also a part of me that's somewhat excited in that, you know, we were standing on foundation that was not very stable in our country for a long time. And that, that foundation is now sort of being washed away and it's a bit of a free fall, but it's going to be up to all of us collectively to establish a stronger foundation. That was Rocky Heron. Hey everyone, I'm Danny Pomploon, and welcome back to the Yogi Misfit Sessions. I am coming at you today with session number 115. Today I've got me and Rocky on the show for our Dharma Dudes collaboration. Um, And today's episode is uh, what I like to call COVID living. Um, Me and Rocky basically just, uh, we kind of unpacked where we're at. We're both a little... uh, on the loopy end at some points in it, just trying to wrap our heads um, around through all of this, as I'm sure we all are. So we talked a little bit about it, kind of just where we're at, how we feel about the entire situation and where we think it's going to go. And and yeah, just some insights on where we're at with all this. Um, as a quick uh, heads up to all of you guys, I know a lot of us are stuck at home right now. And so I have unlocked all my meditation classes on my app. And then I've also unlocked all my relaxed classes on my app. So there, um, you can go download it on the um, App Store or on the Google Play Store and just utilize whatever content that you need out there as, uh, while we're kind of going through this time together. Um, and then Rocky is also doing a daily sadhana practice Monday through Friday on Instagram. And he's running it at 9 a.m. Um, and it's a great way to just tune in and check into yourself. Um, keep sharing the podcast right now more than ever. I feel like we all need something to do. So share it with your community, share it with anyone you think might find it useful and uh, just make sure that you are taking care of yourself and, uh, and one another. Stay healthy out there. And without further ado, here goes the Dharma Dudes collaboration, episode 115. Welcome to the stage, Quarantina. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Everything's Fine with Danny and Rocky. Quarantina. <laughs> Corona, you stay. Hi, Rocky. Quarantina, sashay away. Sashay away. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Rocky, What's up? we're a quarantine. We're quarantining. We're quarantining. Yeah. <laughs> Quarant teamwork makes the uh, pandemic dream work. I don't know. <laughs> we were going somewhere with it. This is what we're going to do this for. We, this We're going to do this for 30 plus minutes. <laughs> we've been we've been quarantined for days. So this is what you guys get today. You're just coming up with with quarantine <laughs> hashtags. <I'm> hashtag <laughs> quarantwerking. Hashtag. <laughs> Quarren dreaming of a of going outside. <laughs> Quarren send help. <laughs> I'm getting coronasty up in here. <laughs> coronasty. A friend Max though did did a really cool. Um, oh yeah. Social social dis dancing. Yes. Where he's doing those crazy dance videos. Like be more like Max. That's great. Did you see my dance video? No. Oh, oh yeah, with the, with the with the mask on. Yeah, ma- yeah, with Jordan working in the background. It's <laughs> really good. Oh yeah, on the on the counter. Yeah, I was inspired. I was inspired by Max. I was like, I'm going to be more like Max. Dance mine. 
Yeah. That's my life away. How, <laughs> Danny? Danny? Yes. yes. How are you? I'm here. Are you still? And everything's, are you everything's still queer? Fine. Yeah. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. I'm queer. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I love about this episode is just how fine it is. <laughs> I think when we look back on this episode, on this uh, this chapter in American history, we'll just revel at how fine how fine it all was. Um, it's fine. So when did you get back into the States? Because I know that you, we were, we were both in Europe, we were both traveling, but when? I got back on Friday the 20th. I was supposed to be back on Saturday. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was supposed to be back on Sunday the 22nd and I got back on Friday the 20th. So to put it into context, I was in Rishikesh and I was that's uh, uh, in India and right, I was Europe. outright. Exactly. Yes. Not to be confused with not Europe. Europe. <laughs> right. But you were in I Europe. Wa- you were in, you were in Portugal, which is in Europe. I was supposed to go to Portugal. I did not go to Portugal. Okay. Can we start the episode over? Sure. <laughs> can you, can you send me your schedule and then? Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So I was in Rishikesh and I was up in the mountains. And so we didn't have really the best cell service and like the best Wi-Fi either. And so I, although I was checking things here and there, I was in a training the entire time. So I was getting just bits and in, in, uh, bits of information from different people. And it wasn't really until the last few days where people started texting me being like, get home, blah, 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 blah. My family, uh, my family reached out. My sister was just like, you need to get home now. And then as I started to dive deeper into it, I was like, what's going on out there? Mm-hmm. Where were you? Uh, I was in Europe. I was teaching in Germany and Poland and Switzerland for about a month. Um, and it was, it was interesting because, you know, I was on the ground kind of, I was supposed to teach actually in Italy uh, which of course we canceled about three weeks before uh, I came home. So it was kind of, it, it was beginning to, to become a thing um, mm-hmm. in, in Italy. And they were also kind of like, maybe let's ho- hold off on canceling. Cause perhaps like next week we'll get an update. And of course yeah. things have, have uh, escalated quite a lot since then. Right. Um, yeah. It was interesting the last week sort of being in Germany and feeling how kind of nonchalant a lot of people seemed about it. And then also talking to people in the States that were, had this idea that I was like in the, in the middle of this, the eye of the storm of, of Corona where I was. And so it took me a while to kind of figure out like, how should I be responding to this? Like, should I rush home? Should mm-hmm. I, you know, just take extra precaution and continue on in my travels? Um, then I woke up, one morning and the travel van was announced and I sort of scrambled for a ticket uh, before realizing that I actually didn't have to get home right that moment. But um, I'm, I'm glad that I did. I've been home for the last almost two weeks now. Um, By the time this comes out, it might be two or three weeks. And I've, you know, coming home from Europe, I had, I had a little bit of a fever and I had a little bit of a, a discomfort in my lungs. And I, you know, I, told the, the CDC about that when I was screened at the airport and they said, make sure you just spend two weeks in self-quarantine at home. So mm-hmm. I have two more days of my self-quarantine. I've only uh, seen my my roommate in that time. Um, and yeah, I feel totally fine now. I feel very healthy and, and well. Um, but yeah, that's that's been, that's been my experience or at least logistics of my experience. Uh, how are you doing? How does it feel being home? How does it feel being quarantined? 
It's fine. <laughs> mm, powerful. You know, it's very interesting because as I come back, you know, I <clears throat> pretty came back to, well, I came back to like what felt uh, something being really apocalyptic. San Francisco had already shut down. They did mandatory, mandatory uh, social distancing and quarantine for everybody. So I got back home on a Friday morning at like 7.30 and I was maybe one of two cars on the freeway going into the city and everything was just really eerie. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Michelle, who came and picked me up and she had gloves ready for me. She had a mask ready for like we just everything ready for me, groceries. And, you know, she was masked herself and and uh, and um, she had uh, gloves on and, and all that stuff. So it was it was very weird. You know, when I landed at the airport, there wasn't really much security for me or anything. I, I there was no line. I yeah. walked up to to customs and then I just walked right through and then I got greeted like that. So it still was very surreal. And then once I got home and I like sat in my apartment, I was like, wait, what just happened? Like, you know, I kind of like walked in with the groceries and was like, what? And then obviously there's this noise of online, every yoga teacher's going on Zoom. And, you know, I'm trying to, I had the retreat to Portugal, which had a decent amount of people going on it, but I had like swarms of emails. just like, what's going on? We want, you know, refunds. And there was just a lot of information going back and forth. Thankfully, you know, I have some really solid people that, you know, support me and they stepped up to the plates. Um, you know, everyone on, 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 on team Danny was just really above and beyond. Um, it's just still, you know, like even today, uh, it, it kind of, what we talked about before the show started recording, like I'm still just trying to figure it all out. Yeah. You know, I don't mind being at home. I'm actually lo- low key. I'm thrilled about this right now. Like, I've got caught up on all these projects. There's four video courses that I've been wanting to take. There's all these books I've been doing. Like, I just, I love being in my home. Yeah. Um, and I've gone upstairs to my roof and whatnot, but it's it's just still very new. <laughs> yeah. It's still very new. And I think it's going to be the new normal for quite a while. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. still, I'm still figuring it out. I don't know necessarily how I feel about it. You know, does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not sold on whether it's like, I'm having a hard time or, you know, whatever I've been trying to, I do feel like this is, you know, for kind of segueing into a a little more of the, you know, somewhat of today's conversation. Like this is really where we, you know, as yogis get to shine because this is what we're built for. Yeah. You know, this is where, this is where us as teachers get to step in. And uh, for me, I feel like this is what I was born to do. Like I'm here to not to make it about me, but to support, to stay here, to be a pillar, to use these the potent, powerful tools of meditation and pranayama and asana and you know connection through other ways of 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 you know with, with community. Like this is where I get to like put all that into play. Totally, yeah. It's all hands on deck. Yeah, sort of time. I feel like the I feel like the universe just gave me like a big like you're in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like tap, tap in, go get them. <laughs> well, and you know, for those of us, it's, I'm aware of a lot right now. Uh, I'm aware of what my personal experience is with this, which in the immediate is, you know, I, I'm, I work mostly as a, as a gig worker and I have a fair amount of online resources. So, you know, just financially, um, not to be too transparent, but like, I don't teach public drop-in classes. So I had these in coming back from Europe, I had two weeks before my next, you know, time I'd be getting on a plane and going somewhere. And so 
my life for these two weeks has mostly been what it would have been otherwise, mm-hmm. just with the permission to actually stay inside and hunker down and, and dive into my projects and, and different things um, without having to feel like FOMO that there's a world going on out there that I'm not a part of. So I'm aware that like m- my immediate experience is is not just fine, but actually quite lovely. Um, I'm also aware that this does change the nature of what my career looks like moving forward as someone that does get on planes and travel and teach group events. Um, that's something that, you know, conceivably I won't be able to do for a while or sure. who knows when. And so there is some adaptation that has to occur and some problems, creative problem solving that I have to do personally. Um, and I'm also aware of how this experience is affecting everybody else and yeah. the world and our global and, and, uh, economy and what this means sort of f- for our planet and what this means for, or what this could mean for our um, political, for our elections, our presidential mm-hmm. elections that are coming up and what this means in terms of government response. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that have been very, I don't say heavy, but very prevalent on my mind over the last year. I've become very sort of politically active and engaged Um and cognizant uh, over the last bit of time. And and it's been a layer of awareness that I think I never really was holding um, as I moved through my life. I, I find there's a lot of a lot of folks in the world, in, in my communities and others, that perhaps because we've we've had to pull ourselves up from kind of rags to riches, we've never really considered why it is that our 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 starting point and the starting point for so many people in this, in this country is, is rags, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I, and when that's the situation and it's, and we're sort of encouraged to get in there and play the game and then realize that the game's kind of rigged and it's kind of hard to get in there and, but you want to survive and thrive. And so we, we learn these, these other tools of manifestation and self-preservation and creation and survival and, and we sort of have to be a little bit um, intrinsically focused and a little self-oriented in order just to get to a place of, of solvency and stability in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, for those of us that teach yoga, we do that through helping others. So there is a virtue in that. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know if I speak for you, but I know that's sort of been my story. And I'm fortunate that I've been able to pull myself to a position where this isn't kneecapping me so terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've sort of, I think I've always kind of been aware that there could be, I've just never tried to get too comfortable uh, assuming that my income will always come from, from one, one particular place. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. That's like, you know, you got to kind of <laughs> assume the worst and diversify as much as you can. So if one, one uh, uh, stream of income goes away, you have others. But I'm I, for the majority of my time as, a, as even a yoga teacher, I made the majority of my income teaching drop-in group classes. So I, I'm very aware, like, if that's what I still did, and that was the only thing I did, what would I do right now? How would I, how would I make this transition? Um, and, you know, I live in a part of LA that's, that's mostly home to a large... Um, I mean, it's the d- most densely populated part of LA and most of the residents here are immigrants uh, of Hispanic descent, most of which are, are workers, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I doubt many of them have like an online business. And so, and, and in many of whom were already operating at sort of a, uh, a level of 
of, of critical condition where like any unexpected bill could be enough to, you know, uh, send them into kind of crisis. So it's really interesting to observe and to feel the kind of crisis, critical condition that now our entire country is experiencing. And it doesn't, it, it stokes my empathy. I mean, my heart goes out to anybody that is, is still awaiting aid from our government and an, an answer for how they're going to just survive. Um, but I, there's also a part of me that's somewhat excited in that, you know, we were standing on foundation that was not very stable in our country for a long time. And that, that foundation is now sort of being washed away and it's a bit of a free fall, but it's going to be up to all of us collectively to establish a stronger foundation. And that is something that we do uh, individually through the yogic practices that you're talking about. I think for those of us that have engaged in these practices for a while, we know how to like take care of ourselves and our nervous system and fortify ourselves regardless of circumstance. So great training and great, great things to facilitate, but we also have to do that collectively because there's a lot of question marks that are our higher ups, so to speak, or our elected officials don't have answers to. And Mm -hmm. if you've just been accustomed to waiting for them to give you the answer, like they've kind of proved their incompetence. (laughs) And so it's, No, I mean, am I wrong? Does anyone want to? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's... I don't... Yeah. I mean, the response to this whole thing has been completely abysmal. I mean, like, I talked to my friends in other countries, and they already have, like, aid. They already have, like, a, never didn't even occur to them that they could possibly live in a country where the government would shut everything down and then not subsidize, like, their I'm livelihood for, for the time, like... Ask for old people to die to not ruin the economy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, as someone that that is, I, I'm I'm a definite, you know, progressive, economic populist, like supporter of of universal and social welfare programs to help make our country better. It is kind of exciting to watch everybody recognize at the same time not everybody but many people recognize at the same time that oh like we live in we live in a, in a country that's really not prepared to help people out mm-hmm. when shit goes down so a that means we need to make sure that we're good like you don't assume that they're going to help you out so what what are you going to do right you know and also let your voice be known that this isn't okay because our 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 government is supposed to work for the people and somewhere along the line it started working for corporations and other moneyed interests and and um i mean not somewhere along the line it's sort of a specific place along the line but regardless i i well that's how i'm doing that's what I, that's what i'm considering and that's what i'm kind of holding space for like looking at as always the macro and, and and the micro and like what can i do from my little corner of the room right now to take care of myself right. what can i do to help take care of my community thank god for live streams and zooms and podcasts um and, and, you know, how can I stay informed uh, in, in, in a healthy sense um, so that I can help the larger community as well when the time comes to let my voice be, be known to speak up. 
Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Blue Blocks, their advanced blue light filtering eyewear. Um, I recently got a pair of these glasses and I've been using them during the day to help filter out some of the blue light that comes through on your computer and it eventually helps you uh, lead to better sleep. They have three lens options, uh, red for sleep, uh, yellow for helping with anxiety and depression, and then clear ones are the ones that I use every day for the computer. Um, and if you sit at the computer for more than like an hour a day, I can't recommend these enough. The science behind it backs everything that goes with it. Buy a pair on their website, uh, www.blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U. B-L-O-X dot com. And again, I got the clear ones um, because I'm on my computer all day long. So go check out our friends over at blueblocks.com. B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com. Everyone is obviously going through their own, you know, their own process, and and I'm in that same boat. Where some days are great, some days I'm just like, still, it's it's very confusing, and yet I have this overwhelming sense of security, and not like in a whole like financial and da da da, but just like that. I know that because of the practice, I know that because of the tools, I know that because of the community, like things are going to be okay right yeah. now. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I I think there's what I kind of navigate is me both acknowledging my privilege, you know, like uh, the the community that I might that comes to mind, the people that already have the resources to practice yoga, the people that already are able to mm-hmm. to fork over the money and the time to do teacher trainings and th- like you know, there's there's not not to like paint a broad brush stroke over any demographic, but um, a lot of us already are, are starting from a place of, of relative privilege. So I, I do feel like though the people that I care most about will be fine. They're, not to say that their jobs and their livelihoods have just been taken away and they need to mm-hmm. adapt, but there's a resilience, I think perhaps to what you're saying, there's a resilience uh, that our practice has prepared us for so that we can continuously process what's happening around us and take the most appropriate step forward to achieve whatever our goals are. If anything, it's what's disorienting now is that it's hard to take action towards a goal when you don't even know what the foundation is that you're standing on. And while that foundation is being kind of torn away, um, right. what I do see happening a lot and I understand it um, is so the, especially with the teachers that, that teach, weekly drop-in classes, all of a sudden that's been taken away. And so they're like, let me get on Instagram and teach my class online. And from a human human level, I think that's beautiful, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we do need to um, continue to keep people sharp and balanced and stable in the midst of all of this. Uh, I've started teaching or offering um, morning, morning practices, um, from nine to 10 every day. Uh, just what, what the thing that I do every morning, journaling, breathing, we talked about this last episode, journaling, breathing, meditating, and, and some mobility work. I've just popped on a camera and let people do that with me. Um, Wait, you breathe too? What did I, did I say? I breathe. Yeah. Damn. I gave away my, my sequencing tricks. I had no idea. I'm surprised <laughs> that you don't remember the sound of my breath. 
flying through the winds. <laughs> That's COVID episode. That's a callback. That's a callback. Well, I guess my 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 point there is I I think it's it's important to to offer something to stay in connection with your community. I also think like my little business advice for for teachers out there. Um, I don't know if I'm in any position to give business advice, but uh, if <laughs> but <laughs> well, you know, like I, I offer this, I offer this through through the the grace and the kindness and the the wisdom of people that that I listen to when they have advice wisdom. for me. <laughs> through the wisdom of my teachers, uh, <laughs> the wisdom of time. Um, is that if you sort of instantly give away all the things that you offer already for free and you're, you're in an economy that's, that's sort of crumbling beneath your feet at, at some point, you know, maybe this all kind of blows over and everything's fine. But um, my, my friend on the phone yesterday said like, we all need to Corona proof our, our careers right now, <laughs> which means like, let's assume, right. let's assume either this will happen again or something like this will happen again, you know, what, what would you do then? And I said to her, like, oh, I guess I need to shift my whole business online. And she's like, well, sure. But then what if like the internet gets a virus and the internet's closed? It's like, oh, damn, what do I, it's like, the answer is, is to diversify. So I'm, I'm appreciative uh, that things, and, and you're ahead of the curve on this, Danny, like, you know, you got your own app, you have a number of like online offerings and opportunities. I have, I have those two. Um, but dot 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 um <laughs> uh it's gonna be like a like fill in the blank um but uh this experience and what seems to be happening is that it's forcing a lot of people to do the thing that they've been either putting off doing or felt resistance around doing or really wanted to do but didn't believe they could do like it's sort of forcing it's like well you got to do that thing yeah. um and so i'm i'm actually quite excited about about doing the things now that I had a lot of excuses for not doing um, because now it's kind of sink or swim. Either got to do it or, or, or not. Yeah. I'm excited for not only just like on the teaching perspective, but on, you know, on a, on a, on a life scale, like this is mother earth was basically like, all of you go to your room and think about what you've done. Right. <laughs> you know, but I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not excited about people dying, of course. I'm definitely not excited about people losing their jobs and all that. That sucks, and that's a whole thing in itself, and I feel like that's even a whole episode in itself, like dealing with the grief of that and supporting that. What I am excited about is that the the air quality around the world has gotten better. Yeah. You know, animals and, you know, water streams and things like that have have, have animals are back out again, you know? Uh, there's clean water in certain areas again, like just oh, yeah. the way that nature is naturally taking care of itself, you know, because everything has slowed down. Yeah. It's literally, you know, the signs are there and I, I, I speak pretty openly about this, but, you know, listening to nature and, and, and earth magic and, you know, really connecting to what you know, spirit animals and, 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 that, and, and that, and I think that really the, the earth is telling us to slow down something that me and you have talked about many times on this podcast is, you know, the, the, especially in the U S the, the, the having to do the most, you cannot do the most right now. You need to sit back and just chill right now. And I think it's important for everyone. I think as a whole, 
you know, this slowing down and, and having this time to, you know, reflect and tune in, I think is important. Um, I could not agree more with all of that. It's like, it's like the earth is forcing us to practice like restorative yoga. Yep. <laughs> I know. At, at, at the same time, I will say though, that, that it's for those of us that, that can slow down and chill and, and rest and enjoy, you know, that's, that's also a result of either our privilege or our preparedness right. for this type for of sure. thing. And for so sure. I, I, two things can be true at the same time. One is that yep. this is, I mean, personally, this has actually been a really lovely time. And if there, if, if I was told, Hey, guess what? You guys actually have to quarantine for two years. That's how long it's going to take to um, either like reverse the negative ticking time bomb of climate change or um, like fully develop a vaccine. So people don't die. You know, I would say, okay, we're doing this for two years. Like I have my, my at home practices, like, my my whole adult life, really my whole life. I'm I'm an only child that moved around a lot. Like my mom would go to work. I was often home before my mom. I spent a lot of time by myself at home. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. I when I have time and the freedom to just indulge in my creative play and my projects and my learning. I mean, my God, like I I'm doing so many online programs right now. I'm getting certified in EFT. I'm learning German. I'm taking dance classes. Like I'm doing a business and marketing course for different, like there's, there's, there's endless opportunities to up-level your skill set mm-hmm. and learn right. new things right now. And, you know, I'm someone that didn't finish college because I couldn't afford it. You know, you right. know? And, uh, uh, and I was also aware that like, if given the freedom, there's a whole world of online education and and in-person education at the time of course but like there's so much to learn so you know my studentship around yoga really stems from my my love of learning and i'm grateful um that i have the the luxury a bit of of being able to use this time for that and for those that don't have that luxury i i am also aware that this is probably not a very restful time because right um you know it's it's restful in terms of our action out in the world but it's 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 not very restful inside. Um, I, I, I read, I posted this a while ago. Um, it's probably not the best like podcast fodder, me scrolling through my phone, but can I read a, a quote? Sure. It speaks to what you said. Um, and I, I don't even know who someone just screenshotted this and sent it. So I don't even know who said it. My apologies. If, if you're one of the listeners of our podcast, please claim ownership of this. Yeah, if you know who it is. Yeah. It says, be aware that much of the anxiety that will come in the next few weeks and months will stem from being confronted by how deeply entrenched we are in the culture and economics of productivity, hyperactivity, extroversion, work, speed, volume, expansion, accumulation, aka yang, yang. In this way, this quarantine is the thing that I'm always calling for. Yin, radical softness, stillness, contraction. Is it quiescence? At this point, most of us can do yin for a short period of time, so long as it doesn't subtract from our bottom line and we get to control when it ends. In this case, neither will be true. This is the end of optimization. We're about to find out exactly how much of our self-esteem and joy are generated from how much we get done, how many people we see, how busy we are, how hard we work, how much money we make. The culture of yang and our, res- and our reliance on it to generate equanimity are about to be laid bare. The economy of late-stage capitalism does not allow for yin. We're about to find out just how much. And I say, bring, boom, bring it on. 
<laughs> Rocky's ready to relax AF. <laughs> you know, I, I was, uh, uh, I always forget who the philosopher is that said this, but that the notion that all of man's mankind's problems stem from our inability to sit quietly in a room by ourselves. Mm. It's that sort of restlessness that, that gives rise to, to, to greed and fear. And I was listening to a, a an incredible, I'm loving like the little fireside chats that Marianne Williamson is doing um, through her Instagram lives and uh, or her, whatever it's called, Instagram TV. And she was telling a story the other day. It's, it's a parable from the Bible, but I think it's called MySpace, by the way. Yeah, sorry. She's, she's doing it's MySpace. MySpace. Top eight. My, yeah. If you go to my top eight on MySpace, it, right, right after Tom, you'll see uh, Marianne Williamson. Click on that. And then you'll see a link to her Friendster. She's, I think she's still doing Friendster. And then you can do her Friendster live fireside chat. Great. Great. Um, thank you for that. And then um, <laughs> she was she was telling the story of uh, from the Bible that, that Jesus says, um, I, I don't often say those words, so I'm just... <laughs> 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 sit with that first. I'm just sit with what I... So, so. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's just many beautiful stories from, from that text. Um, that you can either build your house on sand or you can build your house on rock. And if you build your house on sand, then when the winds and the rains come, your house will be washed away. And if you build your house on rock, then when the winds and the rains come, you can stay stable. And in the, the, the metaphor, your house is you. It's your, it's your mind, it's your body, it's your nervous mm-hmm. system. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the sand is essentially, sands are circumstances. You know, sands are conditions, sands are the external world. And if your your well-being is built upon circumstances being a certain way, then when they wash away, then so too will your emotional countenance and stability. Mm-hmm. And if and how you build your foundation on rock is through all the practices, asana, meditation, pranayama. You know, it's the ways that we we help to establish a, an inner resources for ourselves, so that when the sands of time and circumstance shift and shuffle, and the winds come and the rains come, um, we can maintain our our stability. And I, that's, that's why I'm offering the morning practice every day. Hopefully that's what these conversations offer for people. And, and, you know, as you said, this is the time for all of us to, to, mm, I want to say just to ramp up, but to, to look to the practices that have helped us prepare for moments like these, when our resilience and our adaptability is being tested. Yeah. For sure. I think it's an opportunity for all of us to, again, just tune in, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 well, I, I'm taking a lot of airtime here, but that it's, it's okay also to feel your feelings. Like part of the, the yin practices, part of the restorative practices is not, you know, get into this pose and then just feel grateful. It's get into this pose and, and, and notice what comes up. Like, don't leave. I mean, you can't leave. <laughs> you could leave if it's a class, but like, Stay in the pose. And can you, can you soften into the sensation? Can you dive into the fear? Can you, what's on the other side of that? Can you, can you let yourself be confused? Can you let yourself feel the, the pain of, of the suffering of your fellow man as, as they struggle their way through this? Like on the other side of that is the relief, hopefully of, and the restoration that comes from, from learning how to allow yourself to be with yourself and with your feelings. Um, so as always, there's, there's sort of the, the practices that we do that help poke and prod us in a direction, like practice gratitude, look, look for the good, like tell, tell a different story. And there's the practices that help us 
help us soften into the reality and the truth of who we are and where we are and how we got here. Mm-hmm. You know, because this, this to, to me, what's happening right now, yes, coronavirus is unexpected, but its effects on the planet are not unexpected at all. It's if right. you if you understood the very very um, uh, sandy foundations that our our <laughs> economic lives were were based upon, uh, maybe not individually but but collectively, the policies that are in place in terms of how, how our country is well prepared for things like this, this is no surprise. Um, it's unprecedented, but it's no surprise that this would happen when you've taken funding out of all the things that could potentially help us in, mm-hmm. in an event like this. So. You know, it's it's it can be both. It can really it can really fucking suck, and it can it can be you know really scary, and and it can also be kind of hopeful because everything's getting washed away, and in the unknown is where we can start to manifest something new together. I agree with that. I think it's I think there we're in this place where we have this opportunity to really shift things for the good. And where we have this opportunity to bring, you know, uh, this sense of, of of a bigger collective of all of us together, you know, it's, yeah, you're right. It can be shitty and this can really suck. And it also has the opportunity to bring us together. Do you have any, it is interesting, right? I was talking to my friend about like social distancing and she was saying, I feel actually like, I've been socially connecting more now than ever before. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, the way we're connecting through social media is like kind of un- unprecedented as well. We're like mm-hmm. physically distancing, but social socially, I feel like I'm, I've had more FaceTime calls and more like uh, live stream conversations and interviews that, like in this time than probably ever before. Um, so it is, I mean, it's, it's the paradox is not lost on me that we can be so isolated and also so connected you know, we can, we can be so unsure of the future, but so sure of our personal kind of well-being to the extent that we cultivate that. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I've had way more connection with, I mean, even some of my community members that, you know, like teaching a couple classes online and, and tuning into them and, and people on social media, like I've had more connection in that route than not, you know, normally I don't have time for online stuff too much because I'm running around place to place to place, but it's been really cool, you know, and it's been, it's even in, you know, the app situation, I released basically all of my meditation classes and all of my more relaxed classes on there because I feel like people really need it right now. Yeah. And I've had just people just, I don't even know just with feedback being like, thank you so much. This really helped, you know, that's kind of where I was saying earlier, I feel like this is a time for us to, you know, put in our best and put in our work to, to help people and to connect with one another. And I feel like that's, I'm seeking refuge in that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, uh, maybe we should wrap this up with, um, I feel like you're the one that wraps up, but with, with recommendations that you have resources that you have for folks, either of your own or other, you know, other websites or things that you've books, things that you found found useful in this time. Just like, uh, what, what we call it? Corona, Corona, correct, correct recommendations. <laughs> correct recommendations. 
Well, no, I mean, obviously the simplest resources and, and the ones that are more tangible to talk to or to speak to is, you know, you're doing the Instagram 9am thing, not shameless plug, but it's, it's free and it's a resource for everyone to tune in, to have yeah. a side and a practice. I'm offering tons of classes on the app. There's like six meditation and 12 flow classes to keep everyone busy. Um, you know, and there, I mean, there's just so honestly, there's so much floating around online. I haven't even been able to shift or sift through any of it. I really look at it. I've just been trying to ground down what's happening over it on Danny Pomploon side. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, you know, I, people keep asking me like, when are you going to start, start teaching classes or when are you going to do more vinyasa? When will you do more restorative? And I say, I've already done all of those things and I've recorded them and they're available on yoga international and yoga girl and Asana rebel. You know, like I, I have a, a large catalog as do you of resources online that people can use to practice along with both classes. Yeah. And also I think program learning right now is really great, really great. You know, I have a yeah. six part restorative series that, that sequences over, over an arc of six days. I have an, an eight part intro to vinyasa series. Like I'm really enjoying, um, not just kind of using classes as I need them, but actually diving into like a course or diving into something that, that brings me somewhere at the end of it. Um, so I would, I mean, feel free to reach out to Danny or to myself if there's something specific that you're interested in learning right now. Um, it's likely that we probably have a, a product or a resource out there already for that. And if it's not yoga related, then, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure we could point you in the right direction. Point you in the right direction. Sure. And as I said, like I, I'm, my my i've gotten like a college education already on on youtube and <laughs> various online uh, i mean that's what i'm banking on is that i'm college i say i'm college educated because i have youtube university me too same yeah. uh and so to the extent that you feel bored or restless or you know whatever's going on with you like reach out to us and and perhaps we have a a corona reca co recommend for recommendation for <laughs> for recommendina nation and on that note that was dharma dudes <laughs> is that what that was That's, that was good <laughs> no all right well stay safe out there guys stay positive stay um, safe stay healthy yeah feel your feelings support your fellow individual and, and i will say like it's easy to get kind of wrapped up in like victim mentality like this is happening to you it's happening to all of us and and we're, we're all in this together so to the extent that you're getting kind of wrapped up in your own individual experience um it, great opportunity to reach out to others and see how they're doing because we will only get through this if we get through it together. don't for, don't forget to thank to all the medical workers out there all the sanitation cleaners all the people that are out there on the front lines give them a big old fat thank you I mean, if your garbage garbage uh, person comes, um, it's probably not the best time to like, give them a hug and a thank you. Um, Definitely not. Yeah. But you can shout from the shout from the porch, shout from the from the window, <laughs> and wash your hands. Yes. And it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>